Do you ever wonder why you were put on this earth? What was your purpose? We're going to deep dive into this podcast. Stay tuned. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And I'm really glad, Carrie, you are joining me for this one because you're my go-to Bible girl. You're my go-to <laughs> Bible girl. But let me tell you guys how we got started with this story. Yep, there's her Bible. It's a beautiful Tiffany. It's a Tiffany color, beautiful yes. Bible. That's one of my favorite colors, by the way. I'm uh, getting ready to order another bottle for myself because my bottle uh, is all beat up. You know, me, all Code Red Rebels, you know what I'm saying. If you're watching on YouTube, comment below. Have you beat up your <laughs> bottle like me? But I'm getting ready to order another one from our bottle guy. And I'm going to I'm going to go with the same color of your of your Bible, sis. But I was talking to mom the other day, sis, and we were sitting in her living room and she said, you know, she goes, I I was having, she told me that she was kind of having this moment where she was thinking she was sitting there, you know, and Brian is mom's husband. My mom remarried Brian a couple of years ago and Brian works a lot. Um, he just, he's a hearty provides, he makes a good, good living for mom and Brian. Um, but he works a lot. He's gone 13 hours a day from home. He works, um, in mom's home a lot. And she said, you know, she goes, what is my purpose? What, what was I even put on this earth for? Really was my only purpose just to be the mother of Carrie Christie, Laura, what, what am I, what am I doing? You know? And so she got into the book of Esther that talks about Esther having the same kind of feelings and Carrie walk us through the book of Esther and, or walk us through kind of the, the biblical reference here and what, what was going on with Esther. Cause Esther was starting to question what she was put on this earth for. It's funny that you said that because before we started this recording, this podcast, I said to Christy, Oh, where is that in the Bible? She said, maybe the book of Esther. And I was like, Oh yes. Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastics, Song of Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah. I want to, can I bring up, can I bring up one word that I feel like the Lord just brought to my mind, Christy? Yes. Uh, it is the word providence. Okay. Providence. And it says the protective care of God or of nature as a spiritual power, a timely preparation for future eventualities, a timely preparation for future eventualities. And I think this is the word that we want to do for today. This is, this is our word of the day. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. It's our word of the day. Providence, timely preparation for future eventualities. I've heard Christians throw this word around a lot, Christy, about providence, divine appointments, moments in time that you were meant to be where you were at that moment at that time. And this is especially true in many people, if you're looking at the Bible, but especially with Esther, who was chosen to be the king's wife. Of course, most of this I know from Veggie Tales. Why are you laughing? Don't tell me that y'all haven't watched the Veggie Tale, the story of Esther. Anyway, where they're all trying out in front of the king and some people are doing baton twirling and, and the king picks Esther. She was very beautiful, according to the scriptures. 
And she lived her life as one of the uh, one of the king's many queens. Back then they had many, I believe. And she was one of them. And there was a point where she found out from her cousin Mordecai that the Jewish people, her people, her heritage were being treated badly. And there was a bad man involved. His name was Haman. And he was out to destroy the Jews. He was out to destroy, to get rid of it, to uh, eradicate them. And he had set up, uh, he had built I believe it was Hallows. Gallows, Gallows. 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 I don't know where I got that word okay, from. You, I hear it was one of them. So we had the Gallows. And so. He's going to kill those Jews. He's going to kill the Jews. Mordecai came to Esther and said, you don't understand what's going on. He pleaded. And he said. Um, ah. So Mordecai told them everything that had happened to him, including the exact amount of money Haman had promised to pay the royal treasury for the destruction of the Jews. So hey, so Mordecai came and he was like, you don't understand, Esther, like this is bad. Esther said this, and this is an NIV version. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai, go and gather all the Jews who are in Susa to fast for me, not eat or drink anything for three days. And I, my attendants will fast as you do. And this is done. I will go to the king. She had to determine in her mo in her heart that moment even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. If I perish, I perish. So back in the day, Christy, back in the day of, you know, the king back then, you could not just go to the king. Like I walk upstairs and talk to Brandon while he's getting ready in the morning, unless you are summoned. So Esther knew that she had not been summoned yet. She was going to go before her husband, the king, and he has the right to kill her instantly right there in his presence. But providence Chrissy mm. but providence but divine providence and it's just like my my tattoo on my wrist but God mm. God had a plan for such a time as this that that Esther was born Esther was born for many things I'm sure she had children I'm sure she had relationships I'm sure she touched lives but providence she was for this moment in time to save her people and as you all know the story of of esther please go read it it's in the book of esther according to christy go read the story it's excellent she went before the king he did not execute her because he had he found he was happy with her she was one of his favorite wives and he listened to her what had happened and 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 spoiler alert in case y'all haven't read the the bible you know, Haman was actually executed on the same gallows that he had built for the Jewish people. And the Jewish people were saved because of providence and because uh, because Esther was faithful to what God had asked her to do in that moment. I love that. I think that at some point in the scripture, it says something about like uh, maybe like sh I think she or maybe Mordecai said to her for such a time as this or something. I'm wondering if those exact words were spoken. And I know that there's no question on this earth that I am doing what I was put on this earth to do. I feel it so strongly in my spirit and in my soul that if I were to go be with Jesus tomorrow, I could hang my hat on the life that I had. Uh, Mom said to me uh, just the other day, she said, 
But what if you're meant for more? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe I'm meant for more. I'm not sure. I mean, but if I'm okay, I'm okay with with the the people I've helped and the life I've lived so far. I'm totally settled and content with it, and I feel good about it. Uh, but maybe and maybe I was just put on this earth to do what I'm doing, or maybe I was put on this earth for even more than that. But either way, I've I feel it is well with my soul. Oh, I love, I love that you say that. I love that you have that piece because that piece that you talk about, Christy, is not something that comes to people. It's hard to find. And it's because a lot of people are looking in the wrong place for it, you Mm -hmm. know, but you have found it in the right source. And that's what makes you different from other people. Do you feel the same way about your life? I I do. It's interesting. Um, I don't know exactly like for, I don't believe until we uh, go be with the Lord and we stand before him and we give an account of our lives that there will be something that comes up and, and I will say, oh, maybe that was the moment. But I can tell you that as a nurse, um, there have been moments that I have stood at a bedside and I have, I have experienced, witnessed, and or been a part of that moment. There's one particular moment that I could, that I'm very, very, that, that sticks in my memory and I'll share it with you. And it, it, I, I will say to myself, maybe I was created just for this moment. Maybe God picked me to live in this year, in this time to be in this moment, to have this effect on this family. Maybe all of it's great. Like I w- I'm your sister. I have the dogs. I live on the farm. I sell the eggs. I have the children, you know, all that. Like that was my life. But maybe Christy, our lives are a series of divine appointments and providence that God has set out for something to touch somebody else, just like Esther. Uh, okay. So do you want to hear the story? The one of the stories that sticks yes. out my mind. Okay. So uh, I had a travel contract in Houston. Christy, you'll remember when Brandon was in the Sergeant's Major Academy in El Paso, we were stationed at Fort Bliss and I didn't, it didn't work out so well working at the hospitals there in El Paso. So I could took a travel contract and I got to meet my wonderful friend, Robin and stayed at her house. I was in Houston, Texas. And I took care of a patient one day in the ICU. I think it was two or three days I took care of this patient. And it was bad, Christy. Like, it was such a bad deal. They had had a uh, bowel obstruction. The doctor tried to fix it. I don't know if he was the best doctor in the world. I'm just going to say it. And the patient was dying. It was ugly. It was probably one of the hardest, hardest ICU patients I've ever had. And this patient was so sick. It was like she was just waiting to pass. And and there was nothing any of us were going to be able to do. I mean, it, it was beyond hope. It really was, except for if God had come in and healed her. And we're standing around the bed and I've been calling clergy all day, Christy, all day. No one would come in. We couldn't get a Catholic. We couldn't get a Protestant. We couldn't get a Jehovah Witness pastor. We couldn't get a Mormon bishop. We could not get anybody to come in and pray with this family so we could let this poor lady that was suffering go. I mean, it was it was it was a holiday. It was a ridiculous. It was just a series of bad events. I mean, it was just terrible. So we're standing around. This family is heartbroken because nobody can pray. They want a somebody to pray. And I'm telling you, in that moment, I felt strongly, uh, felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, you pray. And I went, well, I mean, and then, 
any of my medical friends will know that it's a it's a thin line you're kind of on praying at work. I mean, you have to be very cautious that they don't ask. You just can't go around laying hands on people and praying for them. It's like code red. We talk about the Lord a lot, but there are a lot of people that do code red that don't believe in God. So, you know, we, Christy and I have to be, you know, we have to be respectful of that. So God said, you pray. And I was like, Lord, I, and, and again, it, the voice came in my spirit, you pray. Mm. And I turned to the family. There was like probably seven or eight of them around the bed. And I was barely keeping this lady alive. Like it was, it was ugly. Um, and I said, do you, do you care if I pray? And the relief on their face just instantly, like their whole face, just like, yes. And I said, so is everybody here? Okay. Like, I don't want to get fired lately later for doing this. And they said, yes, go ahead. And Chrissy, I said, let's hold hands. And we held hands and we prayed. And I just said, I just said the prayer of Lord, give this woman peace, give this family peace. And I, this is the weird part of the story. I don't know if maybe I should tell it on the podcast. I'll tell it if y'all don't like it. Sorry. I felt her spirit hover right there above the bed. I could feel it. And we said, amen. And that woman died. Mm. It was that fast. She was waiting for that moment. And I, right after that happened, I saw a Facebook post of a nurse working and Jesus was standing and had his hand on her shoulder. And I've never, ever felt like that's what was actually going on in my life at that moment. Oh, I didn't mean to make you cry. That is what I felt like was going on in my moment right then. My life. Jesus was right there. And, and, and in that moment, I said, yeah, Carrie, Carrie went to college. Carrie did this. Carrie did that with her life. You know, Christy and I, we've had some awesome times in Code Red. But in that moment, it occurred to me, maybe this was my, this was maybe this prayer in this moment in Houston, Texas at three o'clock in the afternoon with these people that I didn't know, with this patient that I didn't know. Maybe that's why I was put on earth and I'll never really know, but, but how many of you have had moments like that? Now, Christy has a whole career of helping people get healthy, but as a nurse, that, that moment will never, ever leave me. And those people just cried and they, they said, thank you. Thank you for praying. And that's all that woman was waiting for was a prayer. So she could go be with Jesus and they were all believers, but, but it is true um, that timely preparation for future eventualities, everything that happened in Esther's life led her to the moment of standing in front of the king. Everything she walked through, everything that she struggled with when she was a little girl learning from her parents, when she was learning the Jewish law and the traditions, when she was learning the Torah and the scriptures and the words of God, they led her to that moment, that eventual future eventualities, timely preparation for future eventualities. and. And I believe that with all my heart, that those things have happened in your life as well. If you sit and you really think back over your life. If I, anytime I ever see any kind of a meme or a picture or a painting or drawing of Jesus, you know, the, what we believe is Jesus with his white robes and his long wavy hair, you know, like it, it's kind of a faded picture of him, you know, his arm around a cop or his arm around a nurse or something is always just so like, it just gets me. And I think back on like Abby Acuff, for example, she lost uh, 186 pounds on code red and has kept it off for years. Abby just recently buried her sister who had a multitude of health problems and passed away. 
And what if, and, and Abby says, and has said this to me and has said publicly, I was on that same path. That would have been me had I not taken my life back. And what if Abby's my, my, my purpose on earth was to help Abby lose yes. weight because Abby needs to be a certain grandma to her grandchild, uh, who's going to be the next president of the United States. You know, I mean, like I, you think these these domino effects, the butterfly yes. effect, you know, the, the, the cascade of events that happen, you just don't know about those kind of things. So you're right. And, and if we, as we tie this back around to code red, I, I think of all of you, and how you are suffering needlessly, maybe not all of you, some of you, we don't know the different degrees of suffering, suffering needlessly from lifestyle created problems, from problems that you created for yourself by the, by the, the, the food, sugar, and alcohol that you might be abusing by the choices that you're making. And you are not able to, or you are delaying your purpose because you are so overweight and you're so sick and you have so many health problems. You're on loads of medication and you're not able to fulfill your purpose because you can't fit into an airplane seat because you can't walk up those stairs because you, you can't go without this kind of medication because your eyesight is failing because of uh, retinal neuropathy, because you are, you're, you're having poor circulation because of unchecked diabetes. There are so many things that you might be causing yourself to have problems with. You are causing it. Yes, you are, which means you can reverse it. And I think about that's why I think this would it was a good podcast to do, because for such a time as this, what are you delaying? What problems are you uh, causing yourself from not taking care of your health to fulfill the purpose that you were put on this earth for? I mean, don't get me started. I feel like I'm going to preach, Christy. Oh, I want you somebody to turn the mic off. I feel Woo! like I'm going to start bawling. I'm trying to hold back the tears for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm PMS. I don't know. No, no it's it is. <sighs> it's that moment. And and the problem is not all of us are cognizant to our moments. Do you know mm. what I mean? But let me let me give you an example of your moment. Are you ready? Who knows that God and don't cry. Who knows that God and all of his infinite wisdom did not look down through time and brought you up with the things that you had to go through, Christy, so you could bring code red to people. So, so Abby Acuff's life could be saved when she had that stroke. She would have died from it. Abby had a stroke and she would have died had she not lost the weight. The doctors told her that. It could have been you meeting her being providential. Lacey, Lacey, Lacey lost over 200 pounds with code red. And she was an alcoholic. She was going to die eventually from alcoholism. That's how much she drank. She met Christy. She understood. She came to know the code red lifestyle and it saved her life and delivered her from alcoholism. And then the Lord just reminded me of Psalm 139, 13, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made my frame was not hidden from you when i was made in the secret place i'm skipping your eyes saw my body all the days were ordained for me and written in your book do not think do not think that there are not things involved in this world and there are not powers involved in this world that see you where you are now and set out things that are destiny things that are are that are laying in wait for that moment when you can be a part of Providence, whether that's late weight loss, whether that's the $20 you give someone on the street, whether that's the night stay 
that you let someone stay at your house, whether that's the clothes you donated to the Goodwill. I know some of you are going to say Carrie is going a little far, but I'm not. You don't know what kind of an impact and what kind of providence, what kind of appointments that you may have in this life. And, and going back to weight loss and going back to take your life back, you have got to get your body under control so you can be the Esther, so you can fulfill the next destiny. Who says that you listening to me sitting in a house in wherever Nebraska, I'm making that up, that you're not the next Esther? Who says you're not the next Ruth? Who says you're not the next Naomi? Who says you're not the nurse at that bedside? Only you limit yourself by your choices. And if you can't get control of your life and and and, and at least, you know, like not hurt so bad that you can't fulfill your destiny, you know, get control of those external things that are driving you nuts, you know, so you can do your destiny. You know, I've got a my my documentary coming out to mainstream to streaming platforms um in this summer it's 2023 i don't have a release date yet as of right now we're waiting for a release date but it's it's i, I think it's easy for people to say oh that that documentary could go out to the world you know eight billion people on the planet and have the potential of seeing this that's going to change the world in my mind sis it doesn't change the world any more than what i have than 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 talking to the guy on the street corner to being kind to the the grocery store clerk to the small gestures and the small things you just mentioned it yeah. to me it's the same thing yes of course people can hear the message of hope and healing being able to lose weight with real food water and sleep no shakes no pills no diet foods no exercise and it can go out to a wide audience and it quickly and it can spread quickly okay if god chooses to use the documentary if that's his plan if it goes I, i'm not that's fine but to me it should not be taken more seriously or less serious seriously than small gestures like a smile or the things you do to enrich other people People's lives. I agree with you hundred percent. I mean, I think everyone's heard this story, so it's cliche, but I'm going to bring it up because I think it fits is the starfish story. Have you heard the starfish story? I mean, I mean everyone knows this. So there's thousands of starship star, uh, starfish stranded on the beach. Um, uh, the little boy and the person are walking down the beach and the little boy is taking one starfish and putting it back in the ocean and then one starfish and putting it back in the ocean. And the adult says, there's so many starfish. What are you doing? Like, you can't make a difference. And the little boy said, I mean, it's a story y'all, but it says to that starfish, I made a difference. So maybe you don't have global code red exposure. Maybe you don't have 5,000, 5 million followers. Maybe your name isn't on a cosmetic line, but you absolutely have a destiny. You absolutely have a purpose because the Bible says every all the days ordained for you were written in your book. All the days were ordained and written in your book. So it's not it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when are you going to get things in order so you can start walking out your destiny. Whether you believe in, in spiritual things or not, whether you believe in the story of Esther or not, whether you believe what we're saying or not, you still have a purpose. You still have a destiny. Otherwise, you still wouldn't be on this earth. I just have come to believe and I've seen so many things. I've seen Christy touch thousands of lives, but you may have a nurse at the bedside moment and that's perfectly fine. One is not less, one is not more. I agree with Christy 100% on that one. 
this is why it bothers me so much. And we're getting past it when people put I'm just the word just before the phrase a stay at home mom. I I I love stay at home moms and it's such a, um, a lost art. It's a, it's a job that women are not, unfortunately in this economy that we're living in right now, they're just not able to do, or they, they, it's just not in the cars for them right now. Would they have to have a full-time job outside the home? They're not able to be a homemaker. You know, when Carrie and I were coming up in Orfino high school, we had home economic classes and I still remember them to this day. They made such a big um, impact on me. They, we don't even teach it anymore. We don't teach homemaking skills anymore. We don't have traditional gender roles anymore. And it's so sad because the women, these moms raising these warriors for God, raising these, these world changers, raising these politicians and these inventors and these uh, entrepreneurs and these doctors and, and the, the other people that, that go on to do incredible things uh, to cure cancer and to, to go to the moon and all, all these different, these stay at home moms, they're raising these kids to go on and these, be these world changers. And so I, it always bothers me when I'm just a stay at home mom, my gosh, I mean, you want to see me lose my mind. Um, our mom would have made a great stay at home mom. It just wasn't in the cards for her to do that. And, um, she did great with, with even just having to work full time outside the home and still make our home really great and, and have lasting memories, but don't underestimate your role. And for crying out loud, you have got to start taking your health seriously. So you can fulfill what you have been put on this earth to do. Oh, that is, and that is the point of this. Yes, there's providence. Yes, there's destiny. Yes, but you have to make steps to where to where you feel good enough to where you can get on that airplane and be at wherever it is at that moment. You have to make steps for that. You have to be seeking out these opportunities for such a time as this. We are living in a crazy day. There are crazy things happening in our world, things that don't make sense to most of us, level-headed folks. The entire world, I feel like they've gone mad. We've dropped it on the head. Right is wrong, wrong is right. I don't understand what's happening, but I can tell you, Chrissy, that Carrie Thompson was chosen to be alive in 2023 for a reason. I believe that. I truly believe that. And I am no different than you. You are no different from Christy. You are no different than my, my mom or any of my children or my husband or anybody around you. There is a destiny in, in store for you. All your days have been counted for. Before you speak a word, God knows it completely. So you have a purpose. You have a destiny. And you have to be the best version of yourself in order, it's not just about fitting into the sundress, which we all love. It's not just about being bikini ready. It's being to where if you're going to go on a mission trip in a different country, you can walk the couple of miles it takes. Yeah, do your part. Do your part. So when God calls you or when you feel called, when it's your moment, you're going to be at that bedside and you're going to be ready to pray. You're going to be ready to say yes to the documentary. You're going to be okay to take the food to the family. You're going to say, yes, I have a place for you to stay tonight. That's what you're going to be ready because you're going to have taken care of this, all of this. I'm touching my body for those of you listening. So you can, so you can do something that is so far beyond where you so far beyond you, it lives on forever. The story of Esther, no one will ever forget her. 
And you can have that kind of legacy, but you got to get your health in order. You really do. Because the night I met Abby Acuff and changed her life, according to her, I almost did not go to that event because I had hurt my back that morning. My back completely seized up and went out that morning during a morning workout. Um, I remember for, that. It, it, it was no reason for it. It was the most bizarre thing. It was almost like the enemy was trying to take me out. And um, my, my, my mom and dad prayed for me and I was able to get up and go to that event where we had over 700 rebels come through over uh, and over seven hours of me standing in place. And one of the last people to come through the line was Abby Acuff. And per, perhaps Perhaps so many things were put in motion to try to keep me from going. And I, and what if I wouldn't have met her and what if she wouldn't have taken her life back and what if she would have died and what, what if, what if, what if we'll, we'll never know. And we all have to do our part and you've got to step up and do your part with your health so that you don't delay or even cancel out what you were put on this earth to do because of your own choices. Guys, we love you so very much. And we really appreciate you watching and listening to rebel weight loss and lifestyle. Leave a comment. If you're watching on, on, uh, on, uh, YouTube right now, leave a comment below. Tell us what you're feeling right now, because even non-believers have this non-believers. They don't know what it is, but it's the Holy spirit. It's God that who's tapping on your shoulder, you know, down deep in your soul, what you love and what you want. And something is calling to you. Something's speaking to you right now. And we want to hear what it is. It is God and God loves you. And he wants to be your friend. And he wants to be a part of your life. And we want to be a part of your life. And we want to come around you and help you through this difficult time that you might be experiencing. If you are overweight or you're sick and you need to get your health in order, we're, we're here for you. Uh, but comment below and tell us what you're feeling right now. What's in your heart. We love you. Thank you for joining us on this episode. We'll see you on the next one. Hey, I'm Christy code red and thank you for listening to rebel weight loss and lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you join us in our private network. Our code red app is a one-stop shop free from ads, algorithms, and censorship and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.